book launch coming soon. Let's go to your mind. To your mind. And the rest will follow. Welcome to the Mind Says Art Podcast. We take a moment to get away from mindless growing to focus on enhancing our quality and experience of life. To the four pillars, health, wealth, love, and fulfillment. I'm your host and mindset coach, CJ Lee. Do you consider yourself to be somebody who follows through on goals you set? And if so, how do you ensure that you stick to the plans that you made for yourself? And if not, what typically holds you back? So in Peter Drucker's book, Managing Oneself, he talks about a concept called feedback analysis. Where you write down your plans for the month or the year or a few years, and you keep doing this year after year after year. It's not about the goal setting itself. And it's not even about accountability although it can be useful for those two things. But the real purpose of this activity is to get feedback on the things that you accomplish or don't accomplish so you can gain a better understanding of who you are and how you perform. That way, you can set your sights wisely as you move forward. So having big, lofty goals is a beautiful thing. It can inspire us to move forward, but delusion in telling yourself that you're going to do something when the reality is you won't, and history has continued to show you that, and you got to learn from it. you got to discover why something worked or why something didn't work for you, and you got to analyze the feedback and take a closer, wiser course of action moving forward. So if you honestly look back at the last few years and the goals you've set or plans that you've made or hopes that you've had for where you wanted to end up today, how do you stack up? Expectation versus reality. Instagram versus reality. And I'm guessing there are areas where you may look at it and go, you know what? I had higher aspirations for this area of my life. And others where you look at it and you're, you know what? Oh my God, I'm doing great. I'm doing better than I thought I would be here. So now that the new year has arrived, how do we really ensure that we're taking the right actions, that we're setting the right goals? How do we ensure that we follow through in the important areas of our lives that matter to us? Well, I think the timing is ripe for this concept because my book launches or launched January 9th, depending on when you're listening to this. The title is Tune Your Mind and the subtitle is Finding Follow Through and Fulfillment in the Dawn of Distraction and Disruption. And this book has been a great example of one of my most challenging follow throughs to date. And I really believe that one of the main reasons I was able to actually get it done is because I was writing a book about freaking follow through and creating a mental environment that motivates you to take enjoyable and effective action over the long run in the face of distractions that we all have today, disruptions that we're all facing economically, distractions we all have in our hands, right? They're all over the place. And in my mind, I was like, man, if you can't finish a book on freaking follow through, then you don't know what you're talking about. But I did, so I do. And in the book, we focus on five core elements that create the right mental environment for focus, follow-through, and fulfillment. And today, we're going to go ahead and apply those directly to the big dreams and goals and plans that you have for 2024 to check if your mindset is ready for the year. And what this will do is bring this whole thing into full circle. It's about looking at, hey, what Peter Drucker was saying is very accurate. Feedback analysis is important. Look at the times that you've reached your goals and the times that you haven't. And I truly believe that you will find each one of these five core fundamentals in your mindset for the times that you followed through on difficult activities, difficult goals, long-reaching follow-through that was required. And I believe that the ones that you look at and you go, you know what, I didn't follow through. I believe that you're going to be able to see them in the five core elements. You're going to say, you know what, I fell short in one, two, three, four, or five of them. And that is responsible for why you did or why you did not hit your goal. So today we're going to go ahead and we're going to apply these directly to any big goals or dreams that you have for 2024. Check if your mindset is ready for this year. So think for a moment, what is your biggest dream or goal or plan for 2024? What is something that you really hope to accomplish? Maybe if you haven't set one yet, just think about it. What could you do in 2024 where you go, man, if I hit that, what a great year. 
What is that for you? Or what is the area of your life that is of highest priority to you this year? You know, maybe you say my health and fitness is super important to me or my business or my career. This is the year for that. I got to focus in double down. Or maybe it's money management this year. Maybe it's your family or relationships or a specific relationship that's super important to you. You know, what area is coming to mind for you that seems to be the most important to you for 2024? So let's go ahead and cover the five elements of a mindset that is tuned for successful accomplishment of whatever your big lofty dreams are for 2024. I want to tell you, you know, while I've done a lot of the legwork to find the consistencies and really extract the relevant nuggets of information, these five trends are not my creations. You know, they're scattered to the works of the greatest philosophers, coaches, psychologists, scientific researchers, and really modern thinkers of our time. Now, they've appeared in tons of books and seminars that discussed in a wide variety of business settings. So my hope today and in this book is to simply present them in a way that's easy to digest, that's testable, that's fun, and that's useful in everyday life. So let's jump into it. Number one is passion. I'm sure you heard this one all the time. And why? Well, because passion is so freaking important. When you're in a strong state of passion, you've tapped into the mother load of inspiration, persistence, and motivation. You know, and really purpose development is how we build passion. Understanding why something is super important to us makes us feel passionate. So purpose development is really a fundamental habit in the world of peak performers, people who follow through on their dreams and really reach a deep levels of fulfillment and achievement. You know, almost at every area, every case study you look at, a strong understanding of purpose, why they're doing it, is usually one of the most relevant indicators of sustained success and enjoyment in whatever that they do. So think for a moment on your biggest dream, your biggest goal, whatever you're focused on. What's that area of your life that's important to you this year? And think for a second, how do you rank within the passion category? So answer this question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how deep is the purpose, meaning, and importance behind this area of your life, behind this focus, as we'll refer to it? If you're one through four, you're kind of like, man, it's pretty meaningless. Honestly, it doesn't hold a lot of meaning to me. If you're maybe five through seven, you're like, you know what? I'm kind of connected to my purpose. I have a general sense. It seems important, but I'm not just like, wow. If you're at eight to 10, you're like, hey, I could get up and give a speech about why this is so important to me. So where do you fall? Scale one to 10. Now, the good news here is you can enhance your sense of passion by defining that purpose. As we cover in the book, as you develop your why or a meaningful reason for doing something, your passion grows. It's really one of the most useful emotions on the planet. I'm sure you felt it in yourself. I'm sure you've seen it in other people. When you know it, you know you speak with the sense of passion. You can feel it. You can feel it in your heart. You can hear it in your voice. It's one of the most amazing parts of passion. You know, it's when you radiate it, others can actually feel it. And nothing is more contagious. So where do you rank for passion within whatever you're working on? And the second area is clarity. Because the road to any meaningful goal, any dream, any vision is not short and it's not easy. When you lose your sense of direction, you know, it's like fog sets in over the road. It's hard to see where you want to go next. So high achievers, they frequently spend time building their dreams. They strategize how to get there. They focus on the road ahead. It's like a business. Businesses have a clear business plan. This is how we're going to get from A to B to C to D. And this habit of constantly thinking towards the future, creating a plan, it really leads to this incredible feeling of clarity. And from this state, you know, you produce a high level of confidence and optimism about your future. It helps you move more quickly through challenging decisions. You start to just pave that freaking highway to success. So clarity, how do you rank within clarity within your focus for this year? Do you have a specific long-term goal and a clear, actionable plan to get there? So on a scale of 1 to 10, if you're like, hey, you know what, I got no plan whatsoever, then you're probably a 1, 2, 3, maybe 4. If you're like, you know, I kind of have solid plans, solid ideas, but it's pretty rough. It's pretty 
foggy for me, then you're probably somewhere, you know, four, five, six, seven. But if you're like, hey, I've got a detailed plan. It's written down. I can tell someone very effectively, very succinctly exactly what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it, and why I'm doing it this way. Then, you know, you're probably eight, nine, ten. So where do you rank within clarity? One to ten. And this area is incredibly important. It's like having the GPS in front of you of like, this is the direction that we're going. I've input my destination. I know exactly which turns that I need to take. And that's how I'm going to get there versus just going blind. And when you really have that sense of clarity, it's like a breath of fresh air. You know, questions about what am I going to do and how am I going to do it? It all just evaporates, leaving your mind that peace. You know, your actions, they come from a place of certainty. And when you think of the past, you feel the sense of alignment occurring as if everything has led you to this moment. You know, you're exactly in the right place. Now is exactly the right time. And the creation of your future is exactly the way you want it to be. That's what clarity is. It's harmony. So that's number two, clarity. How are you ranking so far? We got passion. We got clarity. Number three is momentum. Third piece from the book. We talk about procrastination. It slowly and quietly really degrades the quality of your life. Taking action and learning how to maintain consistent momentum, it's essential to getting anything worthwhile done. Of course, you know, if you're not doing the right actions, you're not obviously going to get the result. That's the most obvious math equation we've ever heard, right? You kind of think of momentum like a plane that's trying to leave the runway. It requires a ton of initial energy to begin movement. But when the plane gets up to speed, much smaller energy inputs are required to maintain your glide speed. But if you're like, hey, you know what? I want to land the plane. I'll restart again later. You got to find another huge energy reserve and fire that out again. So people who are extremely successful in the modern day consistently report that creating and maintaining momentum is the key to their success. Consistent action consistent development of momentum. So momentum, where do you rank one to 10? Are you taking enough action to guarantee that you reach your targets? And the way I want you to analyze this is by looking back at your last couple of weeks. If you look back at it and you say, you know what? I made next to no progress, very little, unimpressive, not happy to report this one. You're probably one, two or three. If you say, you know what? I'm doing a little bit, but I know I'm falling short. You're probably in the four to five range. If you're saying, hey, I'm doing just enough. I'm getting there. I think I'm doing it, but I'm right there at the line. You're probably six or seven. And if you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going above and beyond. I'm hitting exactly what I need to be hitting and more. Then you're eight, nine, 10 range. So where do you rank on momentum scale? One to 10. So that gives us momentum. So number four is ease. And you can think of ease as really a subconscious layer. It's a sense of confidence. It's really where your empowering beliefs lead to these confident thoughts that trigger productive and enjoyable actions. The opposite of ease is self-limiting beliefs, fear, discomfort, inability to take action. So ease is when you just feel certain. You just feel comfortable. It's the subconscious feeling of I know what I'm doing and I know how I'm doing it and I feel good and confident about it. And building the subconscious ease, it's all about having the tools to train your mind. It's all about the internal battle that you have going on between confidence and fear. It's the battle between those limiting beliefs that drag you down like an anchor and hold you in place versus the confidence and the certainty that's that plane that's pulling you forward that's just driving your actions. So how do you feel about your ease? Do you think that your thought processes typically limit or promote your progress within this important area of your life? If you feel like you have crippling thoughts where, you know what, anytime I'm thinking about this area of my life, I just get overwhelmed, then you're probably in the range of one, two, three, or four. If you say, you know what, usually I'm pretty good, sometimes I'm pretty bad, it's kind of 50-50. Occasionally I have a mental setback, but in general, I kind of have an overall sense of confidence. You're probably five, six, or seven. Now, if you are like, hey, I never have a contradicting thought. I have complete certainty. I have confidence in exactly what I'm going to do in this area of my life. Then you're probably in that 8, 9, 10 range. So where do you fall? Ease. 1 through 10. Just think about it. Write it down. Whatever you're doing here. 
And why is ease so important? Well, it's like with this strong sense of ease, you know, you're out of your own way. You allow things to happen with no mental battle. That foundation of confidence is strong and you're unaffected by the thoughts and opinions of others. You're able to just do things with the feeling of self-love and confidence and certainty. So that's number four. We've done passion, clarity, momentum, ease. And the number five that we talk about in the book is a sense of necessity. As the old English proverb goes, necessity is the mother of invention. So why is this important to do? Well, this comes back to how important are your hopes, goals, and dreams? You know, you feel like there's something that you should do or something that you need to do. So oftentimes the things that we feel like we just should do, we don't ever get around to doing them. But the things that absolutely need to happen now end up happening. As Tony Robbins says, if you should do it, you'll just end up shutting all over yourself. So regardless, necessity is just this final string of an in-tune mind that we talk about in the Tune Your Mind book, and it's responsible for your action and your follow-through. If you think about reaching your dreams as a marathon, necessity is that second wind that brings you through the finish line. Necessity really separates the good from the great in this life. So how do you rank in necessity? Well, does your focus really matter? Does this goal, does this dream, does this area of your life that you decide to focus on, you know, is success optional or is it a necessity? And if you're thinking to yourself, you know, it's just not that important to me. Quite honestly, it's it's insignificant. Then you're probably in the one, two, three, or four range. If you have the feeling of like, you know, this should be done. It just seems kind of important, but whatever. Then you're probably at a five, six, seven range. But if you're like, hey, you know what? This is of the utmost importance. This thing is life or death for me. I must do this. This is a necessity. And you are in that eight, nine, ten range. So what does it feel like to you? Where are you on the one to ten scale of necessity? And if you're in that 8, 9, 10 range, then you know it's like waking up with this feeling of necessity. It's like this burning desire to accomplish your big goals. Procrastination is out the frickin' window. It's not even a consideration. And when you have sacrifices that you have to make, because you're going to have to make them, they feel like less of a loss and more of a reward. And you're as high as that runner on the home stretch. And you're like, you know what? I'm feeling clean. I have no should on myself, as Tony Robbins would say. So those are the five. Do you feel like you scored high in most of those categories? My book, Tune Your Mind, walks you through the process of how to take that mentality that you have and enhance it to increase your speed of reaching those targets and really to increase the enjoyability of it all your effectiveness. It's not just about accomplishments. It's about how fulfilling is this process for you. So it's about creating that state of mind. It's called tune your mind because what we do is we relate your mind to an instrument, just like a guitar. So on a guitar, you've got the strings and the strings are just like the passion, clarity, momentum, ease, and necessity. So what we just did, we just went through and figured out if you were in tune or out of tune. And the next step of the book is about tuning your mind within those different categories. You say, hey, you know what? My passion isn't as high as it needs to be. We'll go through and give you specific tools to increase your passion, increase your clarity, momentum, of ease and necessity. So that's why the book is called Tune Your Mind. Your mind is truly your most valuable instrument, something that you use every single day. And in any goal, any focus, any big plans that you have for 2024, the instrument that is in between your ears is going to affect the actions that you take and how successfully you complete them. And that's one of the overarching themes of the book. But we also cover a handful of different tools. We also talk about distractions of the modern day and how to overcome them, how to limit them, and how to make yourself more effective. And we also talk about the disruptions that we're all experiencing economically in our businesses and our personal lives and how to address them and how to adapt to them. Like I said, the book is just about to drop here or it already did. I'm super excited to share it with you guys. So that is what we're working with today. And if you're interested, I'll put a link to the book in the show notes here. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. This is the Mindsets Our Podcast, and thanks for going to MIA with me today. Mm-hmm.